Hello and welcome to Ask Distract, the show where we squeeze the knowledge from the Distract team. Um, today we will be talking about traditional marketing and whether it still has a place in 2020. I personally think everybody needs to stop looking at marketing as such a divided digital marketing versus traditional marketing and start looking at the entire mix, making campaigns that move across channel. Um, it's undoubt- undoubtedly marketing has changed a lot in the last sort of, well, changes a lot in the last 12 months. But if you look at it over years, it's probably quite unrecognizable to some people. And while we can't just keep doing what was working 10 years ago, um, it is possible to take elements of traditional marketing that still work now so quite recently um burger king did a big campaign where they ran ads across social media tv billboards and the billboards were sort of massively impactful it was just a great big picture of a moldy burger and people were snapping pictures of it posting it everywhere and i think it was this reinforcement of that same image same video and you saw it when you walked down the street, when you watched the TV, when you were scrolling through your Facebook feed that made that so impactful. So I think while print marketing probably doesn't have the same impact that it used to, it definitely is still relevant. It's all about kind of picking your placements, deciding where your budget is best spent. If you have a million pounds to spend on a marketing campaign, you might try to throw in more of those sort of random placements, the ones that may not convert, but actually it doesn't matter. And it's all about getting your image in as many places as possible. When you're working with the kind of much more finite, small budgets where every penny has to count, you would choose a bit more carefully where you place things. So I think in that sense, these kind of modern, much cheaper cost per click advertising is definitely the way forward. And if you're working with a 500 pound budget, you probably don't have room to spend on sort of massive newspaper campaigns, billboards. If you've got more money, I think the first place I would look with traditional is the kind of billboard campaigns. For me, I think there's really limited, if ever is it worth getting a two page spread in your local newspaper. Using modern marketing techniques, we've managed to prove that you don't actually, the output from that advertising is very rarely worth it. But I think if you choose when you're planning a big campaign, pick a few traditional, a few digital, have a play around, make everything really sort of concise and really consistent across all platforms. And you can make a campaign that really gets a lot of attention. Traditional marketing, is it dead? Is it still going? Um, I've got an idea about this. So let's look at the concept of advertising, right? Let's look at back at what advertising used to be. I'm guessing what we're referring to here with traditional advertising. We're talking about billboards. We're talking about TV ads, right? I.e. someone looking at a screen and being showed a video advert. Okay. Um, let's look at billboard advertising. Someone looking at a space and that space being filled with an advert, right? even in sometimes fucking moving advert because that's what digital advertising can do when it's in billboard form. This stuff is the same as what we have now. 
the premise is the same people viewing content on a screen and it influencing their buying decisions this is the same as what we have now with things like social media advertising things like youtube advertising it's the same thing basically what's happened is they've just taken those adverts those messages and they've just moved them to a different platform to a different space it's gone from the tv screen to the mobile screen the idea is the same, right? So that's the first thing that we need to understand is that advertising hasn't somehow morphed into this new thing. The idea is identical to what it was before. It's just that now it's in a new space. Now, the question is whether it whether it's dead or not. I think absolutely it is not dead. Do people still have the ability to be influenced in the same way that they did 10, 15 years ago before we had mobile phones, before we had Facebook, before we had YouTube? Absolutely. It's not like people have become immune to advertising in anything other than these new digital, new digital platforms. Of course, they're still advertised by it. And that is signified by the insights at huge brands that you see continuing to pump money into advertising, into things like TV, into things like Billboard, because they have insights that sure it works. Now, as marketers, as digital marketers, we have learned to die by our own sword. And let me tell you what I, what I mean by that. Digital marketers have become so obsessed with data, with buyer channels, with buyer behavior, with all of these little micro trackable incidents that we can see in things like Google Analytics and all of those platforms. We've forgotten that at the other end of that platform, there is a person, a human being that might or might not be thinking about making a purchase. We have forgotten that we are trying to put the most complicated thing in the world into tiny boxes, the human brain. We are trying to put the human brain into tiny little advertising boxes. It doesn't work like that. The thing is, is we can't say, oh, well, you know, if they didn't, if they didn't view this page, if they didn't hit this step, they're not going to buy. The thing is, is this stuff is so unpredictable to be able to just wipe off whole sections of advertising platforms saying that that doesn't work, I think is narrow minded. You see by the fact that huge brands continue to pump lots and lots of money into these platforms that obviously there's something going on there. But also as well, at a very basic point, advertising money goes in revenue increases at this end profitability increases in this end you continue to do what you're doing so um for me you know going back to my initial point i think that all forms of advertising are are absolutely useful i don't think any of them are, are dead at all if you still got people if you've still got usership watching those adverts i.e do we still have people driving past billboards yes probably more than ever do we still have people on the tube looking at those banner ads there yeah probably more than ever do we still have people watching tv sure we do do we have them watching those ad breaks sure we do people will always be influenced by advertising like they always have been for years and years and years and that isn't just about to change that isn't just about to stop now following on from this there's a lot of people in digital marketing and i think that it's kind of it's almost a bit of a faux pas whereby it's kind of fashionable to hate tv and fashionable to hate billboards because we can't track them because we can't put them into these tiny little boxes right what we're going to see 
what a lot of experts in this industry are, see, are saying. What we're going to see in the coming years is an absolute suffocation of the level of tracking which we've enjoyed for a long time in this space. So we're going to see less trackability from things like the Pixel, less trackability from things like the tags that we put on websites from Google, which means that we're not going to be able to see all of those mi micro uh, moments on sites in buyer journeys anymore, which means that we're going to go back to how it was before, whereby we put money into billboards, we put money into TV, and then we saw money increase at the other end. You know, Legislation is going to force force the industry's hand to take advertisers back to that space so if you're a, a digital advertiser now and you you hate traditional then you need to pack up your ideas and get used to it because that's where it's going again we're going to do full circle i think i think it can be tempting um if you sort of get faced with the choice between um, a modern way of doing things and uh, a traditional way of doing things to sort of always opt to you know for the modern way of doing it um but in terms of pr um as distract i mean we set off originally about a year ago um just to concentrate on digital pr but i think the reality is that we've had to employ a combination of things um you know traditional um sort of still has its place um in terms of digital marketing that that moves so fast that um you have to stay ahead of uh, the game somewhat. But uh, with PR, like um, the old methods still have their place. Um, for example, uh, we do a lot of um, personal outreach to journalists and editors. Uh, we talk to them about our clients and, and what they're up to. We uh, offer them exclusive um, stories, exclusive comments, and uh, that personal touch still has a place. Um, if you're purely putting out um digital campaigns um you know data only goes so far uh, it has to have that human touch behind it so within pr I'd, I'd certainly say that the traditional side of it certainly has um a role to play equally if you um employ kind of traditional print uh, journalism into your um, pr strategy then it can certainly um, make waves uh, digitally as well. So if someone uses it in print, you're very likely to see it used online. Um, the the sort of there really isn't a divide, and I think a lot of people have misunderstood. Um, you know that that they are one thing, um, and there really isn't that much of a difference between the two. Um, I'd say the only the only real difference is where you do real campaigns, and they they have. Um, a lot more elements to them. Uh, simply sending a press release um, doesn't really cut it anymore. Um, you have to kind of back it up with um, something that's a little bit more interesting for the um, editor or journalist that's going to be receiving that. Um, one thing that I, I'd say goes a long way and I think is kind of seeing a bit of a people are seeing it as a bit more of an issue in the modern workplace is um, just getting on the phone. I think a lot of people just forget to actually get in touch with people. Um, I think um, just introducing yourself and, and being that voice on the end of a phone, that being that helpful person on the end of a phone um, kind of does wonders. And I think some of the old school methods still have uh, a lot of relevance today. So back in the day, there was a lot of um, old uh, kind of ways of, of tracking coverage and um, putting things forward in terms of um, the success that you'd get within PR. Um, I think that's moved on massively. Um, we use uh, a, a sort of very effective tool called Coverage Book, which kind of 
covers a lot of um, the metrics that you need to be able to prove these days. So I'd say if you're only getting uh, in instances of, of coverage and uh, not the background information that comes with that, um, you really are missing out. So in that respect, I think that's moved on uh, definitely for the better. Um, in terms of um, media relations as well, um, like I said before, you know, time on the phone with, with journalists or getting to know them um, and their quirks is is definitely something that shouldn't be abandoned in, in terms of uh, using media databases. Because um, it, it's very sort of tempting to um, use a media database as almost like a shortcut to getting to know people. So um, you might have the information about um, what they like to write about, their Twitter profile, uh, the magazines they work for, where they've worked before, but unless you are actually introducing yourself to that individual journalist, um, they're not really going to engage with you just because you know this background information. It could definitely help, but um, old school ways of getting to know people, you know, the old um, journalist contact book is still a thing. Um, if they sort of value your opinion and your uh, client's opinions, then really why would they go anywhere else um we've had a lot of uh, repeat coverage um by employing the fact that we actually get to know the journalists at certain titles so um for any subject we've got like a, a list of people that we could go to uh, first about things and offer them exclusives so um i think that's really valuable the the sort of introduction of a digital marketing um landscape doesn't necessarily mean that you have to abandon absolutely everything that's gone before